Hi guys, I wanted to make a clarification for this episode of SOS. Now, in the beginning of it, Erin Natida and I are talking about this experiment that I read about in 12 Rules for Life, a book by Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. And the experiment is actually conducted by Dr. Daniel Simmons. I failed to name the complete name of Dr. Daniel Simmons because I, I was trying to remember it from memory. And the, the experiment that he did is actually on YouTube and you could check it out for yourself. It's entitled Selective Attention Test. Now, the whole experiment is predicated on this uh, phenomenon called inattentional blindness, which occurs when there is an interaction between an individual's attention set and the salience of the unexpected stimulus. You can read about it, learn about it, and it's it's very, very interesting. And I think um, it, it really kind of goes to show how perception changes everything. Also, in the middle of this episode, you'll hear me talk extensively about my worldview and why I believe what I believe. And I felt like that was really important because it was in the context of answering our question for today. So enjoy this episode of Shot of Sanity and thanks for listening. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of... I'm sorry if that might have kind of scared somebody. Well, yeah, welcome to SOS. It's another episode of Shot of Sanity here on uh, Adulting with Joy Spring. Uh, joining me, of course, none other than the one and only Joy Spring herself, uh, the internet mogul that she is. That pretty, I think there's anything that can be done on the internet you are doing right now. <laughs> I am a firm believer in the internet. Yes, I've all I've always been fascinated with it, and you know I feel like the weird, probably the weird origin of it is I used to love encyclopedias. Yeah, that was my that was my jam when I was a kid, and so the first time that I was introduced to the internet, where and you could actually learn from the web, I just got so fascinated with it, and I felt like the whole world just opened up to me, and I'm trying to maximize it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from like karaoke nights to uh-huh. fitness to podcast, uh-huh. man. Joy Spring is on everything like gravy on chicken, on fried chicken. And she, she needs to cover everything. <laughs> she needs to. I'm Aaron Atida. Welcome to Shot of Sanity. Uh, hopefully, you guys are doing okay. How uh, how are you today, parts? Have we, it's been less than 24 hours since we talked to each other last time. But mm-hmm. how has that time been? Um, it's been exhausting. I feel like a lot of people are, you know, really, really tired from from everything that's happening with the world right now. Um, with catching up with this new norm and at the same time trying to find some normal balance by going back to work or going or doing productive things mm-hmm. on the internet. How about you, Bartz? I'm okay. Uh, I I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like good days are really good now, and like bad days are really bad. I, you know what I mean? It is. Yeah. reached like polar polar opposites now where we uh are, are kind of bouncing back and forth with our mind space and we're trying to like really try and combat a lot of the the things that we're going through in, in terms of our our head space and all of that but yeah mm-hmm. i mean like um it, it's i i feel like yeah you're right we are mentally tired right and uh, at the same time, we are also very, very lucky that we the only tired this tiredness that we have is you know mental tiredness. There's people that are mm-hmm. are physically tired, and we are so blessed to be able to have a lot of the privilege that we have, and we will never ever take that for granted. And I think that that is the one thing that will always 
bring me back to center when I'm having like a like a bad mental day when I think you know what I'm I'm a lot more well off than a lot of people are in terms of the life situation right now and and mm-hmm. when you appreciate that that's when it becomes a little bit easier for you yeah you know that's a great point that you 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 gave parts because that's one thing that we constantly talk about here on the podcast like how do you ease worriness being worried or anxiety you always count your blessings mm-hmm. by counting your blessings you're really bringing your mind to a more positive state you're really seeing the world from a different perspective you're kind of looking at it from a lens and the standpoint of these are the things that I am currently enjoying and that I currently have instead of focusing on the lacking yes um and one of the books that i am currently reading right now uh by jordan peterson it includes this uh, psychoanalysis experiment that they did and on what is called it's called uh the the guy who did it was called dr simmons something simmons philip simmons or something that's parang what it was called was um specific at the attention deficit that was uh, the name of the experiment and basically what they did was there were three players three players um passing the ball right three players uh, wear, wearing a black shirt, three players wearing a white shirt. And what they would do is they, they got the control group and asked them to observe these players. Now, they said to the control group, okay, count him how many times the white uh, the, the players in white shirts would pass the ball amongst themselves. So they got the correct answer. The control group got, got the correct answer 15 times. But what they didn't see was there was a guy in a gorilla costume that walked in right right in the middle of the six players, started banging his chest, and then walked out. It was so amazing to find out, like, they never saw that. Why? Because you they were so focused on the players wearing white shirts, passing the ball. And so that experiment really just showed how your brain has this trick where wherever you're focused, that's where it will only pay attention. Because yes. your eyes are so... It's so limited. Like there's so many things that needs to go on before it goes into your brain, right? So it's so limited the attention that you do, and so that also goes into the other metaphysical things in life, like gratefulness. Yes, and that's what tunnel vision really is. I mean, mm-hmm. where you direct your tunnel vision is where you know a lot of your attention is going to go, whether it's the good side or the bad side. So, yeah. um, I mean, when you have bad days and they become really bad days because of a lot of anxiety that we're having in the situation, try and, I, I, know, I know it's so tough sometimes to try and look for that silver lining and we're not trying to push uh, false positivity or anything like that, but it, instead of it being positivity, it's more of gratitude. So that's how I look at it. It's not like, oh, everything is going to be okay. It's more of, you know what, (laughs) uh, things are not okay at the moment, but there are things that are, that are going good. And let's be grateful for that instead of, you know, clowning down and being like, I want to go out and see my friends. You know, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge Uh, and honor every feeling with your Aaron and is always saying that to me acknowledge and honor every feeling it's their feelings are neutral they're not good or bad it's the action that follows that you could define as good or bad there is no such thing as a wrong feeling if that's what you feel Mm -hmm. that's what you feel but what you do with that feeling is what's going to dictate how your actions go so true. Okay, tapos na yung episode. Oh, Alright, thank you guys. It's, uh, if you want to join our, our Facebook group, get it. Uh, no, we do have uh, another question from you guys, and uh, we will be playing it right now. This one is an overseas question. 
Uh, so let's check out what uh, is on the plate for SOS today. Hey Joyce and Aaron, it's Precious and I'm a Filipina based in Toronto, Canada. Here's my question for you. In this modern world and in the pretty liberated era that we are in, how do you stop from being easily swayed by the opinions of others and by their ways of living? I also have another question, which is, with all the talented, intellectual, good-looking, successful influencers and personalities, and even ordinary people around us, how do we stay authentic or true to ourselves? Thank you so much, guys. God bless. Palam. Very interesting question. I like that. Thank so you. Difficult. Thank you, Precious, all the way Thank from you, Canada. Precious. Interesting. From Toronto, going international. We we came from Bulacan, Leyte, Pampanga to Singapore, and now to Toronto. Oh, nice! I appreciate it. If we can't travel, <laughs> then our questions will. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, Precious, for that question. Okay, so I love this question parts. It's a two part question. The first one talking about how do you stand by your moral standards when the whole world is constantly evolving and sometimes, well, most of the time, you don't agree with it, but it's hard to obviously stick by your moral standards yes. if, you know, you're constantly berated or you're constantly pounded by the other things or you're, you're being pulled towards all the other directions. And the second part is how do you stay authentic and I guess find confidence in who you are when you're surrounded by amazing, incredible people, either influences or, or normal people. It's, it's a very, very interesting. And, and oh, to be completely honest, this might be one of the most difficult questions that has been thrown our way because it is so... Because, like, for me, first of all, the, the root of, of everything that will be discussed on this entire episode based on both of those questions is... Knowing who you are and what you stand for. Uh, if you know the things that uh, are important to you, the things that matter to you, then then you can tackle the rest of the things that come along the way in terms of the discussion that we're going to be having. Because if you don't know who you are and you don't know what you stand for, then you will fall for everything. And and that's something yes. that my dad my dad always taught me when I was younger was, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. And that was something that I have hold, I've held on to me, onto my heart for time and memorial. I tried to know who I was so that I wouldn't be persuaded into thinking I was somebody else. Yeah. That's how I look at it in, in terms of like the overall aspect. What about you, Parts? As, as somebody that is, you know, so well read and, and, you know, interacts with a lot of people, you consume a lot of content, you read a lot. How do you... In terms of, of your Christian life, because there is scripture for you that dictates uh, a little bit of how life should be spent. How do you know to, to differentiate both sides of that? You know, uh, I, I feel like this is such a deep uh, and profound question because it's a question that I only got to answer really maybe two or three years ago. I've been a Christian my entire life, but I never really practiced it. You know, I didn't really take my Bible seriously. I would go in and out of church. You know me, I'd, I'd always be fickle about these kinds of things. And the only time really that I understood where I stand is when I figured out where I stood in in perspective of eternity. So with with the Bible, you know, er, you're constantly faced with moral values, one, and you're also faced with morality. And I feel like knowing that life is, 
there's a limit to it you know having that 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 knowledge constantly kind of put into your brain and and you kind of understand that on a daily basis it changes everything because you now know like what are your big what are the big things you parang you 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 don't sweat the small stuff anymore and you always look at the overarching purpose of your life so the first thing that i really did was i asked my why it's so easy to know what your what is and what your how is. So I am going to be, I'm a human being, I'm a girl, I am going to be a broadcaster. I'll be a wife to someone. That's your that's your how and that's your what, right? But what is your why? And I feel like that's the first question that you have to ask yourself when you're looking at standing your ground. Because you can't stand on anything, as Aaron said, if you don't first have the moral values and, and the things that you stand for and you don't, and you don't define that. Uh, from the very beginning so for me my question was what is the purpose of my life why am i put here why am i valuable how am i uh, intrinsically valuable and the reason why i am a christian uh, apart from the you know the the feeling of it the experience that i had when i became a christian it was also because it was the only worldview from all of the books that I've read, I studied philosophy when I went to Oxford in summer because I wanted to understand how other people saw it. And and I and it was only the Christian worldview that really gave me an answer. Your why is there is a God who made you in his image, with which gives you intrinsic value that no one can take. Whatever your mistakes are, whatever your imperfections are, if you were born with a disability, you are of intrinsic value. Not like with naturalism or a materialistic worldview we're in, talagang dun ka lang sa natural order of people. Intrinsic value, that's one. And the second one is, my purpose in life is to really be reconciled to that amazing God and, and really have a relationship with Him. And so, and, and then the third one is, because, di ba sinimplify ni Jesus yung, yung commandments from 200 commandments with David, you got it into 10 from in Moses, and then you got it into 2 with Jesus. And Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. That's the first one. And the second one is, love others as you love yourself, even your enemies, even the people that you don't agree with. And so those are the two laws that I I stand by and that that I stick with every day. So that's how I make my decisions. If I'm going to do anything big or small, sabihin natin with my social media posting, is this post something that still glorifies God? Does this not drag the name of God into mud? If the answer is yes, okay, good. The second question is, This does this show my love for others? Will it be of service to others? Like the second commandment that I follow also. If the answer is yes, then my decision is also a yes. And um, I feel like that's also the first question that you have to ask yourself. Obviously, on the podcast, we're not here to try and convert you or, or really try to, um, I guess, uh, sucker punch our belief yeah. systems uh, down your throat. But, this is an important conversation that you must have with yourself and with your loved ones. What is your why? Why do you think you're put here on this earth? If your why is something that's finite or mortal, like I'm here to become a doctor, the moment you don't pass the board exams, the moment that you don't become a doctor, the moment that you pass away, then your why just kind of, it fizzles out. So, uh-huh. so you have to be grounded in something that's, 
that's you know that that's rooted in forever and and that was that's my christian faith for me how about you parts okay obviously you're you're not a christian and this is what mm-hmm. why I, yes. I i like the show because we get to actually uh give our opinions and hey bowie he's <laughs> here Special he also guests. wants to give his why though <laughs> um yeah so so for you um how do you traverse through life and what is your why, do you think? And Or if you're not there yet, if you don't know your why yet, how do you make decisions every day that makes you stand uh, on, on solid ground? Uh, see, the, the thing that, that I always pretty much looked at and the, the way that I've always lived my life is I, I'm a nerd whenever it comes to things. And I always believed if I did enough research on something... I would be able to come up with a a respectable answer towards if I was going to do something or not. Because there are two sides of the story. One is, yes, there are things, exterior forces that will maybe try to influence or persuade you to do things. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side, and then you might not be comfortable to do it. Then there's another side of, if you don't, if you always stay in your comfort zone, you will never learn anything new. Mm-hmm. So, I, I've, I'm always trying to to balance both of those things out, and and I think that that's where this entire thing we can kind of correlate what we were trying to say. So, mm-hmm. for instance, for me, I love to if if I wanted to cook something, I'll do my research on how to cook it or something like. It's not because somebody's like, oh, you know, you should cook fried chicken tonight. You should cook fried chicken tonight, and then you're gonna fall there. You're like, oh my god, I should cook fried chicken tonight. No, I'll I'll try to you know learn how to do it correctly and all that, and then I'll think about doing it that way. Now to correlate to what Joyce was saying a while ago, and her the way that she found her way of living and her the way that she found her why. It's funny because what she did was she did research about what she about her why she found the right reasons for her to do it and the root of it all is does this make you a better member of society Mm. and her why was does this make does my do my actions glorify god now if somebody was in a different religion or atheist or you know catholic or whatever the main root of it all is you're trying to become a better member of society. What, whichever the, I guess the root cause of it all is, whatever wording it is to get you there, that's what matters. So if something that you are thinking about doing or somebody that is asking you to do something or, you know, or influence you to go some, one way or another, if it's not, if you think in your mind it doesn't make you a better member of society, you will probably not be able to do it. That's where research and critical thinking will come into play. Now, Bart, I I understand you were talking a while ago about finding your why. Now, when it comes to looking at learning new things that might be out of your comfort zone, how do you balance that out with the debate in your head of, okay, is this something that, you know, will glorify Jesus Christ? Or is it, okay, this you know, I, I need to do more research. How do you go about that? If it's something that's out of your comfort zone or out of maybe the realm of what is being discussed in your D groups and stuff. Um, for those people who don't know, a D group is like a small Bible group yes, that Aaron and I didn't know. Yes. 
<laughs> he's heard that term so many times. So many he times. thought it was a, a funny name for it. And it's it's funny now that he just throws it around because <laughs> he knows Because I learned and I did my research <laughs> and that's how I got it. Yes, that's right. Um, you know, I love C.S. Lewis. Uh, he's also a Christian and he is a prolific writer. He wrote Narnia and some other amazing um, allegories, other uh, other books. And, and he said something like, yes, you know, Christians are supposed to make decisions every day that glorify God and that love and serve others. That's for sure your moral compass. That will be your number one purpose and your number one why. But And then he said, but does this mean we have to be solemn? No. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. So he was saying, does this mean that we have to be solemn? No, of course not. This this is actually a chance for you to better express yourself. We were just watching it kanina nga. Um, the Christian life and my Christian belief doesn't, it doesn't water down my experiences. If anything, it elevates it. So what I'm trying to say is, for example... When I'm eating steak and I love a really good steak, like amazing steak, you know, with a, with a with a glass of wine, that's an amazing experience for me. If I'm not a Christian, when I wasn't a Christian, I'll I'll, I'll take it from my personal experience. When when I wasn't a Christian yet, I was just eating steak, and after I eat, I was just like, okay, good, great, I I got a good meal in. But because I'm a Christian now, whenever I have a good steak. My experience is elevated in that wow, you know, I can I can fathom and and be be awestruck by God that God created um flavors that He allows me to experience good steak that He allowed me to actually be able to He provided for me for me to buy that steak for me to be able to experience this good meal that I'm having right now. So instead of dampening my experience, my understanding of who my Creator is, who my provider is, who my sustainer is actually elevates experiences for me and it pretty much it it pretty much does that for everything else like when i travel i used to just travel because i wanted to whatever right like you discover things or or sometimes i acquire knowledge for the sake of acquiring knowledge because i want to use it for my arrogance it gives me purpose now that i acquire knowledge not because i want to constantly defend myself and prove to other people that i'm smarter than them although i am not always but when i get the chance to right that that was before that was my purpose before but now my my purpose is if I have this knowledge, then I have the cap- capacity to actually touch a- another person's life and 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 teach them and maybe just influence them for the better. And if I'm able to inf- influence them for the better, that also means that I'm able to show my love for them. And in that regard, I'm re I'm really being able to redefine love and service in light of what the bible teaches which is it's not the feeling it's not anything that's just romantic it really is sacrifice it is service for others and when i look at the gospel which is define this good news which we talked about on the podcast yesterday the good news of jesus christ what did christ do on the cross Um, now something that you always think about is okay you have the the material things is it okay that i'm going on good 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> okay, so you have the material things of the world, right? Like you have your body, you have my ring light, you have this laptop, you're currently listening to the podcast right now. That's the material things. But what are the three things that a human being is constantly looking for that cannot be defined by anything physical? Those are three metaphysical things. And that is justice, mercy, and love. 
where does justice come from? Why is it that in our hearts, we always want justice? Whenever we watch a movie, we want the hero to win over the bad guy. Where does that come from? Mercy. How is it that some people are able to show kindness towards those who don't show them the same kind of kindness? Why is that? Where does mercy come from? And then love. Love if you define it by science, is probably just going to be, you're, you're going to be told by a scientist that it's just, you know, it's your neurons passing a message from your skin. It's your hormones doing all of these things. But that's not what love is. If you've ever had held a child or if you've ever had, you know, a parent that you, you really look up to that you do anything for, you know what love feels like. And it's not just chemicals in your brain working. So justice, mercy, and love are three metaphysical things that we are constantly uh, badgered by. These are three things that we cannot let go of. Um, and, and justice, mercy, and love was found in one place at one time in the history of the world, and that is at the cross in Calvary, where you see the justice of God being fulfilled in that Jesus Christ died for your sins, the mercy of God being fulfilled in that you don't have to suffer or do anything. You just have to accept the free gift of God in Jesus Christ, that salvation, and his love for us. So when when I looked at that, I was like, oh, nga, no? Justice, mercy, and love. Three metaphysical things that I'm constantly looking for. And another thing is um, morality, right? People say that you have to, you know, just accept what other people's uh, moral standards are. But that's not, that cannot be true. Because if that's true, why are we angered by the Genghis Khans, the Nazis, the, the Hitlers of the, why are we angered by that? Because deep in our hearts, we know that there is a right thing and there is a wrong thing. Like, diba? Bakit, bakit ganon? Why is that? Why is, how can we not, how, how is it that we can't go and be like, yeah, what Hitler did was, was okay. I, I think it was okay. Why can't we do that? Why? My question though is, how does this correlate to peer pressure? Because that, I mean, to, to kind of bring it back to the question, because I think we, we kind of like went over a lot of different things right there. How does, how does like the way that your lifestyle has been, you know, going so far for the past two, three years, how does that influence the, cause that, that is probably the main influence that you have in your life right yes. now. Yes. Okay. How, how does that influence the decisions you make and the light, way of life that you have? Yeah, so the only reason why I went through, I'm sorry, parts, I, I, just, I was like, this is such a, this is great conversation. I was just like, yeah, going back, going back. Let's but, but bring it all back. back. Yeah. No, but the reason, the reason why I feel like I had to say that was because the most important, everybody lives by a worldview, by how do you see the world, right? Yes. I, I was just trying to explain what my worldview is and mm -hmm. how it defines me. The way that you won't be swayed by your peers or by the world that you don't necessarily agree with is if you are laid on solid foundation. Yes. So your homework, um, what is the name of our lesson? Precious, precious. Precious, precious yes. mamaril, right? Yes. Um, your, your homework, precious, is to do your research, ask, and, and really see for yourself what is the worldview that answers my deepest questions. And when I find this worldview, you have to stick with it. And this worldview, I, I think, you know, just the general standard for worldviews, 
uh, this worldview has to not only service yourself, like it doesn't, it can't only be good for you, but it also has to be good for the society that you're plugged into. That's what you have to remember. Now, when you have a worldview that you stand by, that you stick with, you've researched, you've accepted, and you've decided you're going to live by, that's the only time that you could really not be swayed by other people. Because if you're so solid in what you believe and how you see the world, it's easy to tell people, I appreciate you. I respect you enough to tell you that I don't agree with you. And that's unity and diversity, really. That's the kind of world that we live in. The kind of world that we live in is not a totalitarian world. And we don't want it to be a totalitarian world where just one worldview is followed, right? You have to respect people enough to tell them, I disagree with you. Every person is of of equal value, but not every idea is. And so you could tell them respectfully, I respect you. I understand that that's what you believe in, but that's not something that I'd like to go with because this is how I see the world. So Yes, and that's exactly what I was going to uh, a, a while ago where it was, you know, again, whether it is the the Christian point of view like from where Joyce is coming from or from mine where, you know, I'm I'm a Catholic and I I might not be practicing as much as I should, um the the main root of it all is that you know, you want to be a better member of society. And mm-hmm. if the decision that you are making makes you a worse member of society, then you know that the, that might not be the decision that you're going. Always be planted in your morals, whether it mm-hmm. is taught by anybody that is trying to make sure that you're a better person, always be planted in your morals. Now, the biggest thing as well is, and I'm sure, uh, well, actually, I don't know how you will react to this. So it's going to be very interesting for you, uh, for me to see how you will react. <laughs> One is always question your morals as well. Question them so that you know if you need to grow from them or not. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. if you were growing up and your parents told you, never leave the house. You can never leave the house because if you do, you're going mm-hmm. to die or something like that. And you grew up going that way and you thought that way for your entire life, which may be the way that things are right now. Like, you literally cannot leave your house. You still need to question it and you need to yeah. think, okay, why are why are they telling me to do this? Can I, you know, go out or anything like that? So when you go mm-hmm. into your research and, and I mean try and figure things out. Um to to kind of bring it down even further, I had to research a lot about, you know, drinking wine. Like, is it bad to drink wine every day? So I was like, okay, I did my research. Okay, one glass of wine is fine. Okay, okay, then that's good. And then I had to counter... One glass did, part sa hindi one bottle. And then, di naman sinabi kung gano'ng kalaki yung glass. Okay. Oh. Oh. You always find your way around it. Just say You always find your way around it. I found my research to work my way around it. No, so, that's not how you're supposed to live life, guys. <laughs> this, we, we're, this is a cheeky banter. This is what yes. they call cheeky banter. Cheeky banter. Cheeky. Very cheeky. Uh, but yeah, see, do your research. Question your morals so that you can cement your morals even more. Because if mm. you stand for something and you and you did your research, you're like, okay, like for instance, do not drink disinfectants to get rid of coronavirus. And you're like, deep down inside, I know my morals are telling me not to do this. But you know what? Let's do some research just to make sure. Yeah. Do your part on your own so that you learn so much more about yourself and the things that you stand for. 
super true. I, I love your point, Parts. You know, we are all born into the world with the capability to actually think for ourselves. And now more than ever, we have in literally the palm of our hands the chance to actually learn. We, we have the chance to look at history. We have the chance to actually think and and use our brain power to to arrive at a conclusion i think that's what it is and so you have to you have to look at that you have to you have to look for the truth that gives you coherence also does it does it all match up does it all match up and when it matches up um does it also apply well to your life right because some things may 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 be good theoretically like okay maganda siyang idea or worldview theoretically pero pag inapply mo siya hindi naman pala so so think of it in that way um and I also love what Aaron said, Kanina. You have to start from 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 who you are. I love this quote. I think it was Gandhi who said, "Na everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to change themselves. You have to yes. change you first before you change anything else or anybody else for that matter." So and, yeah, yeah. And to go back to to what we were kind of talking about yesterday, the first thing is that if you know if you know that some like like for instance, going to the second question, whether it is being swayed by a, a an influencer that is very good looking and all of that. I think that we need to go past um, the questions of who this person is and how good looking or how talented, you know, these people are. And again, go back to what it is, the idea of it, the idea of mm-hmm. what they're trying to make you do and or, or, or swayed you to, to get into or to try or anything like that. If you know that the idea that they're giving you is, does not go with the way of life that, or the, the truth that you have in your heart, then you know it's easier for you to be like, no, that's not for me. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Know, the, mm-hmm. know the, the, true, the truth in your heart and you, the decisions in your life will become so much easier in terms of turning away influence from other people. Yeah, well, which I think uh, ushers us to the second part of the question, right, mm-hmm. Bart? Yes. Um, and, and I think the, one of the best advices that I've ever read uh, was, was something like this. There is no original idea, but whatever idea that you have or whatever thing that you want to do, it has never been done by you. And your, that, that, that in itself is of value. Um, you don't have to really think about how other people are doing it better than you. Obviously, there will always be people who are, you know, smarter, more talented, more influential than any of us. That will always be. And, and that also goes to, to show like you have to ask yourself, by which standard? Because you can say that that person has a better life than you, but in a different standard, may not be career, or personal life, maybe you're better than them, right? Like your your favorite movie star could also be a miserable drunk, but mm-hmm. you're not, but you're probably not famous, but you're not a miserable drunk. Or your colleague who is uh, far more excelling than, than you are, but that your colleague has a, a wife or a husband who's, cheating on on her right so you know like you might think that their life is better than than you but by by what standards so that's what you have to ask yourself also what are the standards by which you're comparing yourself and that's why i feel like comparing yourself with others is always going to be a lose-lose situation unless it's for inspiration or encouragement because if you're just going to compare yourself uh, to others tapos parang titignan mo na mas mas better yung life nila obviously like there always be better people diba like there are so many other better podcasters uh, than Aaron and myself obviously. but you're here you're listening Thank you. to us which which gives us value without mm-hmm. comparing ourselves to others so 
Yeah. And it again, it just really goes back to it. It doesn't matter. And we talked about this in the episode with, about the influencers. Uh, it, it doesn't matter if the person has a million followers, 20 million followers, or 100 followers. The impact that that person's influence will have on someone's life could be gigantic. So if you feel like you're being swayed by some things that a lot of people are doing and you feel like you need to do every single challenge there is on TikTok, yeah. uh, you know, then if you know deep down in your heart that you're doing it because you're trying to enjoy yourself and what, yes, but try mm. not only look at the idea that the influencer, so to say, is putting on you, but, uh, you know, try and also examine what that, that idea is doing to you. So react and then understand what the reaction is. Okay, parts. this is yeah. my question for you. You are constantly in highly competitive industries. You know, you went yes. from radio and then TV, sports also. It's crazy competitive. What are the things that you constantly remind yourself of to make you feel and kind of like give that assurance to yourself that it's okay that you're trying. It's okay if you fail. It's okay if you go back up again. Where, where do you get that from? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think because I've failed a lot in my life. I failed a lot in professionally. I failed a lot academically. Uh, like literally, I failed a lot in uh, academically, uh, and I failed a lot personally. So the way that I look at it is, I failed so many times before, and yet I'm still standing now. And if there's anything that I can take away from any of the failures, whether I didn't get this job or I didn't end up with that person or I didn't get this time slot or whatever, I know that, you know, there is a bigger plan for me that mm -hmm. I, I might not get it now, but I'll get something along the way. Mm -hmm. And that would be what was, you know, destined for me. I, uh, I, I guess the, the biggest the biggest way I looked at it was, okay, so a lot of people have always asked me, you know, why I went into sports broadcasting. And we talked about this a little bit during uh, our, our podcast, but uh, when when we had that, that one where you interviewed me, but for those that weren't able to listen to it, I really got into sports broadcasting because I wasn't good enough to play basketball. Hmm. I wasn't good enough to play pro sports. So I tried to find other ways to get involved. And I think that that was the one thing that that kept me kept me going was... You know, if, if one thing wasn't it, it was going to be something else. And I just needed to find what that was. And, yeah. you know, if it's not going to be, you know, singing for somebody, maybe it's going to be, you know, music production or like mm. songwriting. Or if it's not going to be that, you know, brand manager job for you it, at this company, it could be a brand manager job for you at some other company. You know, there, mm. it when failure comes, all it does is set up. Every setback is just a bigger opportunity for a bigger comeback. That's mm. how I look at life. Yeah. Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, uh, really good advice. Eh? Uh, and, and I feel like it, it also goes, it circles back to the first conversation that we had in this episode, which is also gratitude. It's, yes. it's, you know, it's being grateful for the skill sets that you were born with and that you're able to develop and the skill sets that you don't have. It's being mm -hmm. grateful for the circle of influence that you have and the support system that you have that other people don't have. You know, I think 
if I'm looking at it from an outsider's perspective, the reason why Erin Ataide also has the capability to constantly get back up and keep going and keep trying and keep going into competitive industries and thrive is because not only does he have this personal individual drive in him, but also because he has a good system and, and support system around him. So find your your support system. Find the people who believe in you. Surround yourself uh, with people who actually want the best for you. And that's how you will thrive without even noticing what the, the other people are doing. Because you know, at the end of the day, we all have lives to live. You, you know, they they might have good lives that they're living, but you also have your life to live. And you have to make decisions that will make that life better for you. So, yeah. There you go. Man, this episode was like... And, that, and I know people might be listening to the episode and be like, wow, there's like so many things going on right <laughs> now. And then like a lot of data and a lot of information being thrown out. It is because the, the question was so complex it was Mm. it's so difficult to answer that um in 30 minutes and try and make it sound coherent and Mm -hmm. i hope that somebody tries to put all of our converse like all of the points together and like brings it down because literally we heard this question maybe about three minutes before we went on air (laughs) so uh i hope i I hope we we gave a pretty good answer I, i think so Okay, so here's the thing, guys. We just want to tell you that we're not gurus. Like, no, we don't no, know the answers all. to life. But I, more, the biggest part of adulting is that we have to start important and profound conversations yes. like these. We might not have the complete answer. We might disagree with one another. But the important part is we got to express and kind of like churn out our brain. Ano nga ba? What is the answer to these questions? So hopefully kahit papano, we made sense. <laughs> and if we didn't, uh, I, I think that's what the Facebook group is there yes. for, that we guys can discuss this. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is actually one question that I would... I would love to see. It's kind of like our EC question, like because mm-hmm. it's with ECQ with it wow. or EC, ECQ wow. and A. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, I, I don't know. ECQ yeah, I went went way too far with yeah. that one. So if you guys haven't joined our our Facebook group, please join uh, join our conversation over there. And also, please make sure that you hit us up online at Aaron Atida and at Joy Spring on both Twitter on, and on Instagram. Uh, we're we're loving everything that you guys are are sending our way, and hopefully we we continue to get more questions coming in through joyspring.com. That's right, and we'll also see you this Friday as we go live for another episode of Shot of Sanity. That's gonna be on Facebook at a time that we will announce yeah. very very soon before we need Friday to ask comes. <laughs> yes, we need to poll that first. But in the meantime, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much to Precious for sending in her question, and thank you guys for listening all the way to the end of the episode. Once again, my name is Joyce Spring, and my name is Erin Atide. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Bye bye. Peace. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adultingwithjoyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam! Paalam!